0: Jonathan NATO and I'm all the way on the east coast of New England.
1: Yep, my name is Hamad Zaidi. I'm in in incredibly cold Southern California right now in Redondo Beach.
0: And this is limping on cloud nine. And speaking of that, we had yesterday, it was warmer here than it was there.
1: Which is insane. And you know what? I know you tease me because anything (laughs) below 70 degrees is frigid to me. (laughs) Yeah. But, man, it's 44 right now, and 44 is 30 degrees under normal, man. Yeah, that, it's,
0: that, that's cold. Yeah, for, yeah
2: Dude, I
1: mean, yeah. the birds the birds are flying over the ocean behind me, flipping off the weather with their <laughs> wings, man. It's cold. Yeah, it it's hit, just cold. It hit
0: 65 here yesterday, and everyone, uh, like, we, uh, we all went outside. We all went to the park and played. I mean, we're all in shorts, t-shirts. We're just like, yeah, you know, like. This is amazing.
1: <laughs> you know, I know I said this to our last podcast, but I'm not kidding. I actually am wearing both upper and lower thermals right now. Man. It's, it's really, really... And I'm inside.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's crazy.
1: <laughs> so anyway, today I wanted to kick off a two-part series of podcasts uh, dealing with just bad decisions that people make. Okay. And... and if people have listened to this podcast for the year that we've been doing it, a year and two months, I guess now, um, Jonathan and I have made really bad <laughs> decisions, so we're not saying we're immune from this, right?
0: Yeah, no, not at all. And, and yeah, we did one episode, uh, I don't remember what episode it was, but it was the kid um, that saved like a family from a fire like in somewhere in Kansas, right? I remember... I remember that. Episode. Yeah, Michael Ramsey. Yeah, Michael yeah. Ramsey.
1: He was a homeless African-American teenager who saved an affluent white family from their burning house. Yeah. Was given a congressional medal of bravery. But then before he got the medal, he was caught with marijuana. Yeah,
2: got arrested.
1: So they wanted to take the medal away from him. And then Kansas City got behind him, rallied, bothered um, you know, President Clinton at the time, Bill Clinton. And they decided to give him the medal back. So they gave Michael the medal only to find out that he wound up going to prison for robbing his friend for like three hundred and forty two dollars.
0: Yeah. A lot of bad decisions there.
1: A lot of bad decisions there. Now, I remember Michael. He was a good guy. I knew him because I uh, was one of the two producers that was trying to make the TV movie based on his story. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: And to me, he was always great. And to me, he was a good kid with lots of potential. So, you know, you can go either direction. But today I wanted to share something (laughs) a little bit on the funnier side, but still gut-wrenching.
0: Okay. okay. (laughs) Okay.
1: So my buddy Rob became a film professor at Cerritos College. Now, he's still a film professor at Cerritos College, so he's been there two decades, Mm. right? So 15, 20 years ago, Rob calls me and says, hey, man, I want you to come into my class and speak. He was doing a film appreciation class. So I get there and he goes, listen, Hamad, you have to understand we're not at UCLA. He goes, a lot of my, a lot of my students have been in jail. Right. Okay. So there, a lot of them are trying to restart their lives. And I said, no problem at all, man. I grew up in, when I was very young, I grew up in a not so nice neighborhood I struggled in the early part of my life. I get it. I understand it. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. So back then, I used to wear suits almost every single day.
2: Mm.
1: You know, like Italian suits, uh, nice ties, you know, iron shirt. I was completely different than I am now. Right? Yeah. So I go to Cerritos College, Jonathan, with a three-piece Italian suit, a perfectly knitted tie, Everything, right? Yeah. The second I get there, just a look on the students' faces was like, "Who the hell is this guy?" <laughs> <laughs> this guy is a complete fish out of water, right? Yeah. But I really, really, really enjoyed them, and you know, I, I, I gave my lecture. Whenever I lecture, it's very interactive, meaning I want them to ask me questions. As much as I tell them things.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Right? So it was really interactive. And then now I'm getting to the point of this podcast. At the break, because there's a three-hour class, so we took a break about an hour and a half in. Oh, wow. Okay. At the break, this young woman walks up to me, really pleasant, like really, really, really pleasant, right? Yeah. And she's like, I'd like to ask you a question. Can I talk to you after class?
0: Okay. Okay.
1: And I said, "Well, you don't have to wait till after class, you can ask me now." And she's like, "Well, you know, it's it's just something I need to ask you and it's it's probably better in private." So I said, "Okay, but you know, I'm okay if it's embarrassing. You you can wait till after class, but if you don't care, you can ask me right now." And we were in the classroom with students around us, right?
2: Yeah.
1: She goes, oh, I don't care. I can ask you now if you want. And I said, go ahead. And she's like, can I borrow $500? <laughs> no, man, that's not the best part. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, like, you want to borrow $500? And I said, well, what do you mean by borrow? Do you plan on paying me back? And she's like, probably not. But I really need $500. <laughs> right? Yeah then my mind is thinking, well, wait a minute. If she needs it for a good purpose, I might actually do it.
2: Yeah.
1: Right? Yeah. Like, I want to hear her story now. And part of that is I love telling stories. I love writing. And, and you know, I've been a screenwriter and I've written other things. As you know, as you're, you're a novelist. You're writing a novel right now. So yeah. writers love hearing stories, right? Yes. Yeah. So I'm like, no, please, please tell me, why do you need $500? And I'm telling you, Jonathan, she did not hesitate one bit. You know what she said?
2: Mm.
1: And I quote, I want to put a hit on the asshole that got me pregnant.
2: Woo wee!
1: <laughs> that's quote. that's book. I'm like, wait a minute. You're kidding, right? And she's like, no, I'm two months, three months pregnant right now. I want to kill the guy that got me pregnant. Man. And if you don't give it to me, somebody else will. But I thought, you know, you could probably spare it. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the weird thing, the second I realized that she wasn't kidding, yeah, the, the whole tone changed. Because so, I thought she was joking, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's no, yeah. like, hey, I want to hit, a, put a hit on somebody. Unbelievable. Man. You know, unreal. Isn't that unreal?
0: It's, it's it's crazy. She could just be like that in front of all these kids just being like, yeah, I don't, I don't got a problem. Hey, I need 500 bucks, man. And, and what's even crazy is like, so you plan on you know, paying me back? She's like, probably not. <laughs> you know, you like...
1: <laughs> it, it, I respected that part. I did respect that part of it. She's being honest, man. Yeah,
0: yeah. She's just like, yeah, probably not going to pay you back, you know? And then, oh, yeah, well, I want to kill the guy that got me pregnant. Like, whew, man. Like, no kidding. No, kid, no, no, just no, no be, kidding. That's a rough neighborhood.
1: Yeah, it is a rough neighborhood. But now, just to be completely, completely clear about this, I did not lend her the money.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> or did I give her the money? Right, right. Right? <laughs> That part of it is not part of this story,
2: yeah.
1: However, as I'm getting over this whole experience, this other young woman comes up to me in the same class and she's like, Hey, I got a question, but I'm not, I don't need money, right? I just <laughs> okay. have a question, okay. <laughs> and I said, Sure, and I think I mentioned this one before in one of our previous podcasts, although I can't remember if I did or not.
0: Mm.
1: So she tells me, Man. That she got in to a art school in San Francisco. Okay. And I said, congratulations. And she goes, I got a full ride. And I'm like, even better. When do you leave? So you know what she said?
0: Oh, wait, I think she didn't go, right?
1: She did not go. That's you know
0: right. why? I, I some, Something ridiculous.
1: She had just signed a lease with her best friend yes, two weeks earlier. That's right. And she didn't want to, I think I did mention this one, yeah, you but meant, she didn't, yeah, you she, to, yeah. she didn't want to break a lease. And dude, I literally almost got upset. I, I looked at her, I'm like, are you kidding me? Are you really kidding me right now? Yeah. You've got a full ride to one of America's better art schools and it's what you've always wanted to do. And you're going to blow it off because you signed a lease with your friend.
0: Yeah, because she was like, uh, you know, friends are tighter than, you know, this scholarship or whatever. It was something like that. that
1: was, yeah, yeah, she said, you know, fr- friendship's tighter. I can't do that with her. And I'm like, why don't you sublet it?
0: Yeah, yeah, find someone else <laughs> to take your spot or whatever.
1: Uh, unbelievable. Man,
0: they have, so, I mean, there's two crazy choices right there in, in the span of probably minutes or whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah, and you know what, what's crazy is I sat there thinking, okay, don't get mad. Put yourself in their shoes they're not they they were not given the opportunities that i was incredibly blessed to have right yeah so i can't just say well i'm better because i'm not better uh, my whole thing is uh, my experience was different than theirs yeah so i just sat there thinking how can i help them or how can i show them that there's a better world out there for them yeah right
0: Yeah, totally.
1: And they're earning that world. They've already earned that better world. They've, they've got into that school, you know? Yeah. And and the other one, I mean, she's about to be a mom. Yeah, exactly. You should focus on the fact that you're becoming a mother.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. Not the fact that you're trying to kill the
2: father.
0: <laughs> right. It's. I'm, I'm assuming you never, like, got in touch with either one of them again, right? That was probably the last time you, you crossed No,
1: path. but you, 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 I didn't, but... You know what made me think of this whole thing. Mm. Rob, my friend, he was just at my birthday party oh,
0: okay. two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah.
1: And so I said, Robbie, do you remember that student? He laughed really, really hard. <laughs> and I said, man, whatever happened to her? Did she do it? And he's like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if she did. Man. But she was pretty determined. I hope somebody talked her out of it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I know, because if she's yeah. like, well, if you don't give it to me, somebody else will. It's like, whew, Somebody else yeah, will. Like, man.
1: Mm. So I wanted to mention those, too, just because, man, there's so many forks in the road in life. So, so many, you know? Hopefully. And and trust me, I've made more mistakes than I've had successes. Yeah. A lot more. Yeah. But, you know, it's a success as people remember. It's the mistakes you remember.
0: Right. Yeah, Isn't hope- that true? Totally. Hopefully that girl, like doesn't, whatever, whatever path she went down, the one that turned down the school, hopefully she doesn't kind of keep looking back at it going, man, I'd be somewhere totally different probably if I, if I went, you know, cause, cause that's a, that's a terrible place to be to play, you know, the play of what if game like for the rest of your life.
1: Well, you know, what's funny is I'll tell this really, really quick. My wife actually got into her dream medical school mm. And then didn't go there Mm. because her parents wanted her to stay closer to home.
2: Okay. Okay. So
1: of course my, my, for those of you just listening, my wife is a doctor. So she did become a doctor. She just didn't go to the medical school.
0: She wanted to go to, you know, that she wanted to go to. Yeah.
1: And she always says, you know what, what if I would have gone to that school? Mm. And I always say, if you went to that school you would not have had a connection to Kansas City. You would not have had that connection with me. You would have not had dated somebody that I grew up with as a kid. She dated in medical school.
2: Okay, that's funny.
1: All those things wouldn't have happened. So when I met you online and I said drop everything and meet me at Sundance, which is where we met, Yeah. you wouldn't have done it. Yeah. You, you only did it because I was a childhood friend of somebody you dated.
2: Right,
0: right.
1: And if that didn't happen, you would not be a mom to Zoe and Lena.
0: Right, exactly. Right? Yep.
1: And so that's true. The bottom line is everything that happens in your life happens for a reason.
0: Yeah. I I. I mean, even I'm the type of person, like, once something's the past, it's the past. You can't change it. All you can do is deal with the present and look forward to the future. So, I, like, I, I just... I, I don't get annoyed, but I get like just frustrated when anyone around me is like, oh, man, what if we did that? Or imagine if that happens like, sure, I guess. But why why bother? Like, I mean, you know, to me, it's a waste of time. And, you know, you could spend your time doing something else more constructive than playing the what if game.
1: Yeah. You know, it's funny is, uh, you know who you are exactly like.
0: Mm.
1: Exactly. My dad.
0: Oh, really? His birthday is the he, day before mine, obviously, a few years apart, but.
1: <laughs> just, a, just a few. His birthday is one day. Yeah, it is one day before yours. Yeah. So my dad's like that. When he has big successes, he's like, that was great. Oh, let's cool. move on. And when he has big fail, failures, you know, if something doesn't work out business wise, he's like, all right, that's done. Let's move on. Yeah. But everything is let's move on. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That, I mean, that's my that's, attitude, too. I mean, even. You know, like, you know, I think I said this before, but even when I got in a car accident and, you know, once I found out I was never going to see a gun, it's like, yeah, sure, the first few days sucked or whatever. Like, okay, I'm I'm going from, you know, seeing totally perfectly to not seeing anything at all. Like, that wasn't fun. But even even within those few handful of days, I'm like, well, I have to deal with it. Like, I'm not going to play like, oh, what if I didn't get in this car accident? I wouldn't be in this bed right now. And what if this didn't happen? What if the, You know, it's like it, it's all a waste of time. You just got to deal with what you got in the present and move forward.
1: Yeah, and you know, it's funny, because we changed the beginning of these podcasts. For the for the first, like, 92 or 93, Jonathan always said he was blind, and I always said that I was disabled. Yeah. But we just changed that up, like, the last podcast and this yeah. one and on. So for those of you new, Jonathan is blind, and I do have a disability. But for you saying, Jonathan, when you realize that you know what i'm blind i can't do anything about it let's just move on
2: yeah
1: let me tell you growing up with a disability Mm. i Mm. only had a couple of fears and they're gonna sound really trite (laughs) but i'm just being honest right yeah
2: yeah.
1: one fear was could i ever learn how to drive a stick shift car
2: Mm.
1: and then i did and then that fear was gone yeah and then the other fear was would women ever Mm. want to date me Mm that was actually the bigger fear Mm. and that got figured out right and I I had a healthy dating life and now I'm married
2: yeah
1: but it's it's interesting the one moment I remember you know you said the first two days when you went blind you're like you're it really sucked and then you started to think well I'm kind of this is who I am so this is who I have to be right
2: yeah
1: I gotta tell you my moment was growing up, I always wanted to quarterback the 49ers to a Super Bowl, right?
2: (laughs) Yeah.
1: I always wanted to hit the home run for the Royals or the Dodgers in Mm -hmm. Game 7 of the World Series to win it. Yeah. And I always wanted to be, you know, the point guard for the Lakers that either takes the last shot or passes the last shot for a game-winning Game 7 championship, right?
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. When I was 10 or 11 years old, like – The moment that I realized, you know what? You even suck in grade school. You're not. You know, professional sports is like, you know, forget about it. You can't even get on, like, the kickball team in fifth grade, right? Yeah. And when that realization hit, I realized, you know what? F it. I didn't say. I said the actual word. But I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to be a professional athlete then I'm going to buy a professional team or I'm going to own part of a professional team. Yeah. And at my age now, that's still one of my goals. Yeah. You know?
2: Yeah, totally. And
1: it might only be a totally minor league team somewhere in, in the outskirts of Kansas, but, but <laughs> I want to get there before I die. Cause yeah. that's my goal.
0: Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, definitely. Right. I don't know how it went on that, that tangent, but it, uh, hopefully it's worth something to somebody. You know? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, you know, and even, even when I started, you know, dealing with, you know, okay, I, like you said, okay, I'm, I'm blind. Oh, this is who I am. Let's let's roll with it. You know, the the day I got in the car accident was going to be my first guitar lesson, and so all I did was channeled all my my energy and all that just towards playing. You know, guitar, being in a band. I just channeled everything. You know, through that because I, I played all. You know, every sport under the sun. I played basketball football baseball i took karate i was like wicked active and uh, and i just saw that go away in the blink of an eye and so i just channeled all of that sort of energy that i had for that into guitar and you know that that's you know just part of moving forward like i could have sat in my bed and cried about never being able to play basketball again or whatever but i just said hey all right Uh, well i was gonna learn how to play guitar so i can keep doing that there's blind musicians and so when i get out of the hospital that's what i'm gonna do
1: and you know what's crazy 25 years later you're still playing guitar
0: yeah yeah totally
1: and that's pretty badass yeah <laughs> i think that's a great spot to, to wrap up that's an amazing that thank you for sharing that man that's really cool
0: yeah no it's my uh my like i said i'm not sure how we went down that rabbit trail but uh, they, I, when i was in the children's hospital like the week before christmas they actually like gave me i don't remember the guy's name i'm sure if you like looked him up or whatever but it was a guy actually that had no arms and played guitar with his feet. Pretty, that's awesome. It was pretty crazy. They gave me like they gave me a cassette tape of his. <laughs> that's how that's how long ago this was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so,
1: cassette tape. God, that's fun. Oh
0: man. Well,
1: well, this was supposed to be. Making bad decisions or good decisions, and it turned into the little rabbit hole that we went down, which I think is beautiful, right?
0: Yeah, no, I mean it still kind of flows with making decisions. I mean you have to choose to, you know, you have to choose to either cry about whatever and and choose and play the what if game, or you're going to choose to move forward.
1: Yeah, you know what? I think you just titled this podcast. I think we're going to call it "What If." There you go. Right. Awesome. <laughs> Awesome, awesome. You want to take people home? Yeah,
0: so you can find us on Stitcher Radio, iTunes, Google Play, all kinds of other uh, podcasting apps. You should check out LonelySealFilmFestival.com. We are working on putting a film festival together, so you want to check that out. LonelySealFilmFestival.com. And, come on, how can they get a hold of us?
1: They can reach us at... Info at limpingoncloud9.com. That's info at limpingoncloud9.com. And for you filmmakers out there, if you'd like to apply to the Lonely Seal Film Festival, you can go to lonelysealfilmfestival.com, click on the Film Freeway button, and apply directly.
0: There you go. And everyone, thank you for listening and downloading. We will talk to you next episode. See ya.